A very warm welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards living a better life. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational messages and transformational stories out into the world so others may benefit. Hello listeners and welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode where today I'm joined by two ladies, one from Colorado in the United States of America and the other one from California in the USA, the latter by the name of Amy Moscow and the former by the name of Dr. Kimberly Woods. And today, listeners, we're going to do something really different, really different. But I don't want to do too much talking about this. So without further ado, I'm just going to hand over to the two ladies and they're going to take us on a journey of discovery. Ladies, it's over to you. Hi. So I'm Amy Mosco, co-founder of Intentional Healing Systems. And we are going to start today with uh, a meditation, but it's a different kind of meditation. It's a meditation where you just center yourself and then you listen to the words that I'm saying. And if they feel right to you, then just agree to integrate that information. You don't have to say them after me. Just listen, take a few deep breaths. And if the words feel right to you, integrate them in. Okay, so these are suggested goals to support personal and collective ascension. The first one, I agree to honor divine connectivity as the gift that it is and live in the abundance that it offers. Okay, deep breath in. I agree to operate as a divine and responsible creator of outcomes that honor the greater good of one and all. Another deep breath. And as you're breathing in, see golden energy coming in on your breath and circulating through your lungs. I agree to embrace divine light as my power source and motivation for action that aligns with the principles of 5D. Another breath in, in through your nose, out through your mouth. I agree to call on the remembrance of my divine heritage and infuse pure love into all of my actions. I agree to exercise trust in my divine truth and convey that truth with conviction to benefit one and all. I agree to use my divine creativity to bring this world to higher ground for all living beings. I agree to see the reflections of divinity in myself and others as a first measure to maintain the highest possible vibrations. I agree to release any energy within me that prohibits or inhibits me from meeting my highest divine potential in any given moment going forward. And so it is. And so it is. My name is Dr. Kimberly Woods with the School of Mystical Arts. And thank you for being here today. Paul, thank you for being uh, willing to come on the uh, podcast so that we could talk to you today about connectivity and unity. So what made you get into podcasting? Because obviously podcasting brings people together in so many different ways. I, you have connected with people from all over the world with the work that you do. So what brought you into podcasting? That's a great question. Um, you've already used the word connectivity. I think it's an absolutely phenomenal way of, of reaching out and connecting to people. And 
you know, just having a chat, because one of the things I've learned um, about life in general is just people want, you know, Bob Hoskins in the UK a few years ago made a, an advert for British Telecom saying it's good to talk. And it's good to talk because that energy, that exchange, that dance that I call it, it's just monumental. And the benefit that brings, you know, the therapy, the healing that goes with just being able to talk. And from a podcast point of view, I have the privilege to be able to connect, as you say, Kimberly, with people around the world. What on the surface of it are total strangers, but they're total strangers for about two seconds. And then as soon as the intros have done, it's like we become best friends. Not always. There are caveats yeah. on that. <laughs> <laughs> of course, but you know, you, you do feel that connection and that's part of who you are. I mean, we know each other personally, at least a little bit, yeah. right? <laughs> so and you, you know, there aren't any accidents when you connect with someone and you feel that, that energy build, then you do become familiar with each other very quickly. And that is, that's what sits at the heart of unity is that, that recognizing your connectivity immediately. I build on that by and introduce a word that, well, the word is intimacy, because I think, yes, connectivity is one thing. I mean, when we look at the six human needs and one of them is the need for love and connection, well, we can connect. That's one thing. But then to go to the next level and use language like love and intimacy, I mean, at first can be a bit startling to people that may not understand what context, uh, context even that's meant in. But that's what podcasting's done to be able to build those deep, intimate, trusting relationships. I mean, it's interesting, Amy, that you said, you know, I've got to know you a little bit personally. I would challenge that in the most respectful way and say, you know, I feel so deeply connected to you that I think that, you know, um, and just for the benefit of the, the listeners, this is not meant in a romantic sense, because I do get challenged <laughs> on my language sometimes by using words like <laughs> flirt and love and all this kind of thing. But it is exactly that, that, you know, you do build, or I have been privileged enough, fortunate enough to have built these intimate relationships with people, um, which on the surface of it, as I say, are strangers but actually they're not and that's what podcasting's done it's enabled that that connectivity at a very deep intimate level i wonder what your secret is paul because I, so many people i talk to they really miss physical connection they miss sitting down with people and and talking with them that that that's how they really experience that love and intimacy that you're talking about but you've been able to create that with people from across the world through this medium. Hmm. So what's your secret? What's your secret to creating that kind of intimacy and connection? Wow. I mean, that's it's something I haven't been kind of overtly aware of. I mean, wow, what a great question. It's not very often I get stuck for an answer. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to write this day down. <laughs> Note to self, never do the erms on a podcast as a host. But, um, <laughs> right, okay. What's coming to me on that, uh, Kimberly, is I think you just be yourself. Um, you know, and I know that's cliched, but I think when you have got that, I mean, that's another thing with podcasts, you'll get found out very quickly, very quickly. 
Um, for mm. me, it's about, look, just show up and be yourself. And if you've got that love and that, whatever it is in your heart, that compassion, that empathy, um, just let it come out. And that vulnerability. I know one of your fellow Americans, you know, in my humble opinion, the great uh, Dr. Brenya Brown, and she talks about vulnerability being our strength. And so I think as a host, mm. it's to come on and say, do you know what, guys, girls, today I feel... I don't feel good. It's being, you know, it's being authentic and letting that heart and that vulnerability shine through and, and trying to empathize. I mean, I even had a, a conversation with a, with a former guest once um, about eptopic pregnancies, would you believe? <laughs> yeah. Wow, I, I've had one of those. So, yes, I believe it. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I just use that as an example to say, well, on the surface of it, People might say, well, what does what does he know as a guy about eptopic pregnancies? Well, OK, not a lot in technical terms, but I think irrespective of the subject matter, if you're a compassionate, loving human being, the fact that you haven't got that technical insight, because none of us know everything, whatever that may be, but that's kind of, it's massively secondary. People just want to know that they're valued. They want to know that they matter and you really do care about them, you know? Mm -hmm. So for me, um, often when I'm doing a podcast, I'll say, let's take the camera off, but I still have that, can I still look at the picture as if they're in front of me. I still maintain that eye contact and that, you know, depending on where the, the, the rhythm and the energy of the conversation is, I'm still, I'm in the world with them. I'm in the world with them. Yeah. Yeah. If I could make an observation here too, I, I know because we do know each mm. other, right? For the for the viewer's benefit, we do know each other. Um, when you do a podcast, I think you're a really active listener. And that's a lot of that that's tricky. You know, that can be really tricky. A lot of times people are thinking about their next question or they're thinking about what they're gonna say next, and they're not actively grounded in listening to the other person. And I think that you have, you've mastered that you're able to be in the moment and you're really able to listen versus thinking of what the next question is going to be or what you're going to say. And I think that really opens doors of receptivity on both sides when you're really in the moment like that. Mm. And that's an interesting observation, Amy, because going back to Kimberly's question, that probably actually feeds into, um, into the answer in as much that, you know, I've done podcasts with quite a lot of people and they'll say, hmm, are you going to send me the, some questions then? No. Um, well, you know, I, I operate at a very high level and I'm not used to this approach. Well, you know, <laughs> be flexible and get used to it then because I don't honestly know what I'm going to say. The only thing I ever say is let's create an umbrella title, a working title. Give us a steer on where our, our dance is going to go. The fact that it may or may not go that way, well, you know, when two people stand at the bus stop and talk or in a queue, they don't know, you know, it's just, it's that connection, it's that being present for somebody to say, Do you know, I might not actually ever see you again, but this connection for two seconds, five minutes, whatever it is, this is my, this is, this is us, this is this moment, this is my emotion, my heart to yours. And and that's it, really. So and that's captured, really, in my approach to hosting a podcast episode where, you know, I've gone on many times and said, welcome, listeners. Um, 
and I've got a great guest. And you know what? We don't know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> and and that's great because, you know, when you go, the proverbial bus stop, do you know what you're going to talk? You know, have we got an agenda? Oh, I think I'll queue in this bus stop and talk to that little old lady. Who's and, I, and I'll talk to her about the, um, I don't know, quantum physics or, you know, the coefficient of thermal expansion or whatever this crazy stuff that goes with being organised in our mind. No, we don't. We just think, okay, then, Mrs. So-and-so, oh, isn't the weather terrible today? And do you know, and did I tell you, by the way, my goldfish died yesterday, and I'm not very happy, I can tell you that. Well, it's funny you should say that, young man. I like being called young man, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and so it goes, and so it goes. I think besides being an active listener, you also really care about people. You like people. You like talking with people. You want to hear their stories. You want to hear their perspectives. You're not just pretending. You're not just doing it to post a podcast. And that comes through. You know, that that does connect your heart to another if they open it up. And and that's a, that makes you very special in that way. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, I mean, this is very interesting to hear this, if I might call it objectivity from you two girls. Um, it's very interesting because it's something that, you know, when you just do what you do. And for me, that's why when you ask the question, it's like, well, um, um, what do I say here then? <laughs> because you, you just do it, don't you? And it's, you know, to the risk of using a cliche, which is actually, apparently, is another thing that as hosts shouldn't do. We shouldn't cliche, apparently. Um, and I do quite a lot of those. <laughs> um, but it's, it's just about being raw and genuine and, you know, to use that word authentic, isn't it? And show up. Look, guys, world, this is me. And if I fluff my words, I'll joke about it. Or if a cat knocks a milk bottle over when we're recording, it's fine. Or the postman rings the bell, it's fine. It's absolutely fine because that's a true reflection of whatever happened in the moment. So we capture it. Yeah, it's it's interesting because my my partner uses the word authentic self a lot, you know, and uh, it's hard because we're taught from an early age to put on masks mm -hmm. to be something for somebody else all the time. You know, the best this, the perfect that whatever we think society wants of us, but to actually truly be real and authentic and not worry or care what other people think so that we show up in that moment fully as who we are. Flaws and all. Yeah. Beauty and all. Yeah. Absolutely. I think people appreciate that as well. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. we, we're, we're tired of everything being so sanitized. We just want to let our hair down and be ourselves. So I think it serves everyone you know, the listener as well as the podcaster to just be authentic I and not try to manage and control every detail. I listened something recently around uh, from Dr. <laughs> Brown again. <laughs> um, and she said, she put it in a relationship context about being, being vulnerable. And, and I thought it was really a good way to contextualize this word you know, there's a lot of buzzwords that fly around, isn't there? Like authenticity, like vulnerability. And she gave this example and she said, have you ever asked anybody, you know, to like to marry you or to go out on a date and they've turned you down? 
She said, that's vulnerability. When you're risking having your heart shattered because you've really put your store by that person. And that was just one example. I mean, she gave other examples of like a daughter was in a swimming competition and came last and cried her eyes out because, you know, she got lapped mm. in the pool and all this kind of thing. Um, but she kind of actually said, but that was me really showing, you know, showing up properly, so to speak. Um, and, I th and I think that's it. And for me, it is about, even on the podcast, when I show up, I'm prepared to put stuff on the table that's real life. And people say, well, you didn't share that, did you? Why? Because it's part of my world. It's part of my world. And, yeah. you know, listen, none of us are perfect. We make mistakes. And it is that, that you know, judge me if you will. Do what you want because I'm okay with it. I'm actually okay with it. I'm not saying I'm proud of it, of X, Y, and Z, but I'm okay with it. And I've come to peace and I've forgiven myself. And that's, you know, all this stuff really, I mean, this is a bit of a deeper answer from, um, you know, towards the question. But it all plays into the, or well, what's going off here with this podcast host? All this stuff comes into play. I love that about you. Me too. I second that. <laughs> All in favor. Mo motion, motion carried. Motion carried. <laughs> so, um, well, I never, I never anticipated this, girls. I mean, I thought as the host, I'd have a nice, easy night, and I'd just sit back and uh, you guys would be doing the talking. But uh, yeah, not the case. But um, yeah. Well, you know, it just goes to show you every single exchange is a sacred exchange. Every single one. Yeah. Absolutely. And this, you know, kind of has been a great reminder of those those wise words, Amy, a great reminder. Um, and I've got to say, as ever, I mean, you know, like Amy, you've said a couple of times already, I do know you two guys personally. And, you know, you know, this is an example of listeners, the authenticity, to use that word again, and the vulnerability of what beautiful, beautiful souls I feel so honoured to be connected to and involved with for world game changes and it's just you know sometimes words don't don't cut it and i'm getting to the time of this particular podcast where words are not cutting it listeners you've heard me say that before a few times so no apologies for that well thank you for sharing with us today thank you as always a pleasure so there we have it, listeners, a very, um, well, let's, well, I've thrown a couple of erms in. Um, I've stumbled um, on more times that um, I get to remember. So we've hopefully injected a bit of humour. I've been put on the spot. But you know what? It's not about me. It's not about me. As the host, isn't it true that in life that we create space for others to be present, to convey their message? And in that respect... Amy, Kimberly, utmost gratitude. And at this point, listeners, all that remains is to say, remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts. Thanks very much for listening to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at paul-low.com with any thoughts or questions you may have and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the game's ever-changing. How will you master it?